So good morning, Christian America. Brothers and sisters in Christ, what does that mean to you? What does scripture say about that? What are our responsibilities as brothers and sisters in Christ? Who are we supposed to look to for guidance and leadership within our community? I believe that you and I, I believe that your responsibility, I believe that scripture continuously says it over and over and over again. So today, as we focus on the family this Friday, we're going to talk about being a brother and a sister in Christ in our community, in our families, in our country. What does that mean? Where are we going? What can we do to further the Christian American cause? So let's get right down to it. Good morning, Christian America. Good morning, Christian America. Welcome to another Friday on the podcast. Eddie here with the Christian American community and ChristianAmericanTees.com. Today, I want to talk to you about being a brother in Christ. I want to talk to the men out there, but also I want to I want the, the women to listen up as well, because women, you have a responsibility as well to get your men on track and to look for the right men, Christian men, men that can lead a family, men, men that can lead a community and men your responsibility of being a Christian man, your responsibility of being a leader of your family, being a leader of your community, being a leader for the next generation, doing right, setting the example, not only within our own households, but within our own communities, being a true brother, a brother in Christ, a brother who sets the example, a friend in need, a friend that, um, that comes to aid your, your, your friends in their time in need being that being that brother in Christ that people can go to being responsible being uh, uh, setting the example for your friends how many times do other guys come to you for advice for direction for purpose if if that doesn't happen that means they don't have any confidence in you that means they don't trust your opinion. They don't trust your judgment, which should tell you that if that's happening, then then you need to maybe you need to look at yourself. But if that if if people are coming to you, if your if your friends are looking to you for that leadership, you have a responsibility. If you're a man out there, if you're a Christian American man out there and people are coming to you looking for guidance, looking for leadership, looking for direction, looking for purpose, looking to help them get their lives on track, you have a responsibility not only to provide that guidance, to provide that leadership, but you have a responsibility to live out the words and the advice that you give. You should be giving out the right advice. You should be setting a good example. If you are one of those individuals out there that have, you know, charisma or that attract other people, you know, and, and we all know the type of person that, we're, that I'm talking about here. We all know, you know, the, the, the person that walks into the room and the room kind of goes wild. Everybody's kind of uh, entranced with these individuals. Maybe it's the, it's the way they carry themselves. Maybe it's the way they look. Maybe it's the way they speak. Maybe it's their articulation. Maybe it's their... Uh, intellect, whatever it is, their personality, their humor, whatever it is that people tend to gravitate towards. If you are one of those people, you have the the responsibility, especially if you're listening to this podcast, because if you're listening to this podcast, that means that you are Christian American. 
that means that you are looking for for direction that means that you are looking for some spiritual inspiration and hopefully that is all the men out there hopefully this is every man that is listening to that into this if you are one of those people that people turn to you have a responsibility to give good advice to lead people in the right direction i have uh individuals that come to me either online or come to me personally or come to me through people that i know and the constant conversation that we typically uh that i've typically been running into is that um we have christian american men out there we have men out there in general that aren't living up to to what christ said you should be living up to they aren't living up to an example of uh, uh the right example of what's required of us as men within our society we have a responsibility to society to to be a leader to set good examples to raise the future men in this country and how can you do that if you're out there doing dirt how can you do that if you're out there doing wrong how can you do that if if you don't have your own house in order how can you do that if you have a beam in your own eye as christ says how can you fix others how can you inspire others how can you take on un others underneath your wing because make no mistake about it you are called as a christian man as a christian american man to set the example to be a leader in the household to uh, be the one who leads your flock now we did a podcast not too long ago about being a uh being a shepherd or being a hired hand and how the shepherd is willing to lay down his life for his flock because he loves his flock and his flock hear the shepherd's voice and they know him all these things are true all these things were true about christ and we are his flock but you have the responsibility to be the shepherd of your own flock over and over and over again in scripture uh from the old testament to the new scripture continuously talks about being a brother in christ being your brother's keeper from the very beginnings uh between cain and abel don't forget that Cain and Abel were the product of Adam and Eve. And Abel was blessed by God. His crops grew in, a, in abundance. But Cain wasn't so lucky. He, he, his was a struggle. And he learned from his parents. What did his parents do? Well, they defied God. They defied God. Like any children, we look, they look to their parents for leadership. They look for their parents to set the example. They look to their parents to figure out a direction and where to go in life, how to act, how to behave, how to speak, how to interact with within society. And Cain's parents disobeyed God. They they disobeyed his command. So naturally, when they had children, Cain had that example already inherent in his own family. And when he met a struggle, when he met hardship, when he met a, a time in his life that wasn't easy, he became furious. Scripture says he became furious. 
And even when Christ asked him, or when God asked him, why are you so furious? He gave the example where he, he, he explained that he's been trying and he's been failing. Meanwhile, Abel is blessed. Isn't that how our lives go? Doesn't that seem like something that we've been through that when we look at the others around us, it seems like uh, there, there's always those few people that seem like they just skate by, like they just get it easy. Everything just happens for them. And then in turn, it drives us to the point of being furious, to being upset, to being jealous, to be, to be, um, you know, consumed with what they're doing and how easy they have it. And it drives us against God. It drives us away from God. This is not a new story. You, if this is happening in your life, this is not a, uh, something that's unique to you. It's not something that's unique to me. It's inherent in all of us. But here's the, here's the truth. The person that you think is just skating by, that, that everything seems to go right for them, you don't know the struggles they have. You don't know the hardships that they face. You don't know the, the turbulent times that they may have gone through or they are currently going through. You don't know if their parents are deathly ill. You don't know if their kids have a disease. You don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know if they're down to their last dollar. You don't know if they have a, a gambling problem or an alcoholism problem. You don't know the details of their life. You just know the outside and you become angry. Men, this is not the way to behave. This is not the way to act. This is not the way to act for anyone. Everybody has their own trials and tribulations. Everyone has their own challenges and obstacles they have to overcome. And the idea that someone doesn't is just foolish. But you can't see that far. You can't think rationally if all you are is consumed with the success of other people. As a Christian American, scripture continuously says over and over that we are a family. We are a family in Christ. When Jesus asked, when they asked Jesus, uh, when, when the man comes to Jesus and he asks about his mother, Jesus' response is, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he stretches out his hand towards the disciples and says, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and my sister and my mother. When Christ has come down and, and died for our sins. He gives us the commandment to go love one another, to be brothers and sisters in Christ. And then if you take it back to the, to the, to the numerous times in the Old Testament to include the story of Cain and Abel, it's so important that brothers and sisters in Christ look out for one another. It's so important that the family unit looks out for itself and the family that i'm speaking about right now is the christian american family when you see your brothers and sisters going astray when you see your brothers and sisters not doing the right thing when you see your brothers and sisters sinning against god when you see your brothers and sisters trying to justify their actions that are against what scripture says when you see your brothers and sisters not uh living up to the word of God, not living up to the standard and then 
diverting the standard or trying to change what scripture says to fit their own narrative, to fit their own beliefs, to fit their own ideology, to fit their own actions. When you see that, brothers, then you have to speak out. You have to speak up. You have to speak on behalf of scripture and what the word says. Because we are, as one big family on Focus on the Family Fridays, as one big family, we have to go back to scripture and we have to look at what scripture says about being a brother or sister in Christ. About brotherly love and brotherly affection. How important is that? How important is family in our lives, in our daily lives? How important is our family in the Christian American community as one big family? In 1 Timothy, Paul says, If anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So what does that tell you? As Christian Americans, brothers and sisters, under one Christ, what does that tell you? That we are all family members, that we are all relatives, that we are all related in, in God's eyes. That if we don't provide for one another, then we're worse than an unbeliever. When that means when I see you doing wrong, if I continuously allow it, I'm worse than an unbeliever. When I see you speaking out against what scripture says, if I remain silent and allow that to happen, I'm worse than an unbeliever. When I see wrong and the potential for wrong, when I see danger for you and I say nothing because I'm shy about it or because, you know, the, uh, um, Society says I shouldn't judge or I shouldn't intervene. That's not my place. It's not my family. It's not my situation. I'm not quite sure and I don't want to get involved. You're worse than an unbeliever. That's what it says. It's not me saying that. That's scripture saying that. Being a brother and sister in Christ in 2019 is not easy. Because our faith is being attacked at every turn. And the people that you former, formerly considered your brother and your sister may have turned away. Maybe you grew up in church together and now they turned away. Well, it's your job to love that person unconditionally because that's what Christ says. To lay down your life for that brother or sister in Christ. One has no greater love than to lay down one's life for his brothers. Now, if that's your calling, if that's your mandate, if that's your command from Christ, how much more easier is it to speak to that person, to speak to that individual and say, I think you're going about it the wrong way. I think you're headed down the wrong path. I think you may be mistaken in the way that you view scripture. I think you may be mistaken in the way that you're acting right now. 
Maybe you haven't thought this all the way through. Maybe you don't recognize the second or third order effects of what you got going on right now. That's an easier conversation. That's a much easier task than to lay down one's life. But no, make no mistake about it. That's the ultimate uh, uh, commandment. That's the ultimate place where you have to be prepared to go. You have to be a brother or sister in Christ. You have to be prepared to go all the way. You have to be prepared to stand side by side when the executioners come. You have to be prepared to go to stand side by side when they they start looking for Christians. You have to be prepared to stand shoulder to shoulder with your brothers and sisters and stand up for what's right in Christ. Now we posted an article just the other day about the vice president's response uh, on the Christian faith and his warning to Christian Americans to be prepared for more attacks on the Christian faith. And we posted articles last week about how Christians worldwide are the most persecuted group of people. That's something that no one talks about. So here you have data that shows the most persecuted people across the entire world are Christians. And then you may say, well, Eddie, it's not really happening here. Nobody's rounding up and killing Christians here. How? And then my response would be, how many church shootings do we have to go through? How many church shootings do we have to go through? How many church fires do we have to go through? Are they just burning random people? Random buildings that just happen to be in churches? Or are they targeted because they're churches? Do the, do the, do the shooter run in to a random building that just happened to be churches? Or, or is the shooter targeting churches? I think it's the latter. Okay, and then you have the second most powerful person in the country who's a staunch Christian American to come out and say Christian Americans need to be careful because your faith will be attacked. It's going to get worse. What does that mean? In the context that I bring this to you on this Friday, It means that brothers and sisters in Christ have to be ready and willing to stand up for their Christian values. We have to let people know that we will not relent on our quest to save every unborn life. That we will not relent in our quest to continue and to withhold or uh, the 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 uphold the sanctity of marriage that we will continue to fight for and not relent on our family values on the idea of the nuclear family on the idea of marriage on the idea of religious liberty the idea that we can speak freely and we can worship freely anywhere and everywhere as the constitution clearly provides people love to throw out 
the separation clause as as uh, some kind of or, or the the argument of separation between church and state. That phrase separation between church and state does not exist in the U.S. Constitution. It does not exist in the U.S. Constitution. It does exist on in Federalist Papers when they discuss religion, but it does not make it into the Constitution of the United States of America. That does not exist. There is a separation clause, or excuse me, an establishment clause that says that the U.S. government will not establish a religion. And that's similar to like the Church of England or the Church of Germany, right? These are states, these are countries that have an established religion. This is the religion of the country. And that is prohibited in the United States. But no, make that way you can worship freely without government intervention. What it does say is that the government cannot stop you from worshiping anywhere as long as you're not breaking any laws, as long as you're not endangering any people. You can't pray in the middle of a busy street. But anywhere else you can. And don't let anyone say that you can't. But my point is, is that we're coming to a point in time where we are being attacked at all avenues at all angles Christian Americans are being slowly and methodically mocked criticized marginalized from TV movies videos music celebrities politicians media news outlets you name it and we all see that. If you're paying attention, you see it more and more and more. Being a brother, being a sister in Christ means that we have to stand together. We are called to stand together. And we are also called to raise our children in the same Christian American values. That is how we continue the line of Christian American values by having children by entering into relationships so if you're a woman out there you need to be seeking a man that is that has Christian American values that is a Christian and has a, is a man of faith and if you are a man out there you need to be seeking women that are women of faith women that believe in Christ Women that want to raise children and to have children. And then you both need to raise those children to understand that our values matter. That our family matters. That our religion, that our love for God matters. That is how we continue the cycle of Christian American values. That is how we continuously fight off and ward off the would-be attackers. These people that were com that are coming after our faith they're coming after our children they're coming after our traditions they're coming after everything that we hold most dear and as a christian american as a brother and sister in christ it is upon us to learn from one another to teach one another to guide one another to lift one another up 
Okay, Proverbs says that iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. That is how we build things like this, podcasts like this, conversations like we have on here. Internet, television, radio, Christian American music, Christian American movies. These are the tools that you can use. These are the quivers, you know, that in which you can fight the enemy with. So this Friday, as you focus on the family, as you go into uh, this weekend, remember some of these things. Be educated in what Christ teaches. Be educated in what Scripture says in order to pass down that to your family and to your children and to your other brothers and sisters in Christ around you. We are one big Christian American family. That is the only the only way that we're going to overcome the obstacles, overcome the challenges, overcome the uh, the people that would undo us is to stick together and to recognize that we are one family. We are not separate. We are one. We are one body in Christ. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, you can always go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. We encourage you to go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. This is not a nonprofit. We do not take donations. We don't want donations. We want participation. We want participation from you and those around you. That's participation by going to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up a Christian American tea, maybe like the one that I have on here right now. Uh, we are rolling out coffee mugs and we're going to put some other uh, miscellaneous ancillary uh, accessory items on the website in the near future. So keep your eyes out for that. Also, if you can't go to ChristianAmericanTees.com or for whatever reason, contribute online. Like, post, share, comment, uh, continuously subscribe to uh, the Good Morning Christian American podcast. This podcast, the only uh, podcast for Christian Americans by Christian Americans. We look at the world that you see through a Christian American lens and try to talk to you every day about it, well, uh, at least three times a week about it inspiration education and family oriented content towards you for you by you and with that ladies and gentlemen have a blessed weekend stay on fire for christ stay moving don't get discouraged by the naysayers don't get discouraged by those who would throw obstacles in front of you look to your brothers and sisters for encouragement for inspiration if you don't have them around look to us for uh encouragement and some and inspiration we're here for you uh if you have something that you want us to talk about uh, if you want us to address don't be shy to leave a comment on any one of the social media platforms we're here um, we want nothing but the best that is how we're going to grow our community we have grown exponentially over the last few months i mean uh the, the response has been great we want to thank each and every person out there uh, we love you guys uh anything that you want us to address we will address we don't have a problem with that Uh, And with that, ladies and gentlemen, stay on fire, stay blessed, stay on fire for Christ, do his will, do his work this weekend, raise your kids, focus on the family, and until Monday, you guys be blessed.